Moving on. Our main story tonight concerns something Americans simply can't get enough of. Prison. We, we love to be entertained by it, from Orange is the New Black to seemingly MSNBC's entire weekend programming uh, to the TNT classic Tim Robbins stands shirtless in the rain, the movie. We love prison so much, a shocking number of Americans are currently inside one, as we learned last week during a House Judiciary Committee hearing. Our nation now has the greatest number of prisoners of any country in the world. Nearly one in every 100 adults in America is in prison or jail. That's true. We have over two million people behind bars right now. We have more prisoners at the moment than China. Than China. We don't have more of anything than China, (laughs) other than, of course, debt to China. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. That's the only way to be sure. There is a separate, there is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh, wait, you serious? Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. Serious? Episode three hundred and ten. Yeah, now we're divisible by thirty-one and, evenly, and, and, which is great, yeah. I guess. Anyway, yeah. um, so ten. what's going on? I have to say, I'm going to come right out right now and say it. I know you always give me crap for my uh, my weird sense of humor. Okay, but I saw sex tape last night, and not just because Cameron Diaz gets naked in it. You don't necessarily see her boobs, but you do see her ass, and she's got a fantastic ass okay. for forty-one for a forty-two-year-old woman. Okay, All right. Anyway, that movie was fucking hilarious. Okay. It was awesome. Rob Lowe was in it. He was uh, hysterical. I like him. Okay. I like him. Um, there was, uh, it, was, it was good. Just go see this movie. It was really, really funny and kind of sweet in a way, too. All right. But it was, um, it was, it was really fun. It's nice, it was nice to see um, the depiction of a couple who, um, you know, kind of enjoyed each other. Um, like each each other's company, uh-huh. and like they were very very open about, like th- th- there's a line in there. It's kind of it's it's kind of cute where she says I fucking love you, and he says I love fucking you. Okay, you know, yeah. but it's like, but it it's it as crude as it comes off the page. It's right. it's, it's really very yeah. sweet, right? You know, um, and they had great chemistry together. They really did. It was uh, it was really really funny. What Ellie the, Kemper is in it. What is the plot? Is it the plot is, is it, these two um, to you know they're they they're very busy parents and they got careers blah 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 and um, one night um, she decides to send the kids to her mother's and um, they kind of you know try to have a sexy night. Okay. And at one point they're just kind of like eh, this is like what happened like. Ah. And so they decide to make a sex tape. Okay. And it accidentally gets out to a bunch of people. So whose idea was it to make the tape? Yes. 
I would like it to be her idea. It was her idea. Good, because too many movies yeah. or or, or uh, sitcoms, it's always proposed by the guy. Right. And the woman is and it was, But it was so good. And you know what it, it, it did also? It was the way they talked about sex. Hmm. It wasn't just that she was doing sexual things because she wanted to please her man. She enjoyed sex okay do you know what i mean yeah that's it, that's it, kind of unheard of yeah in, you don't really see movies. that a lot i thought that that was really and really really well done that's and nice. yeah, i mean it's a you know a silly throwaway comedy kind of thing but it was no, a baby lot, steps right it was a lot better than um you'd probably give it credit for um okay so and then i saw a uh, red band trailer for that movie let's be cops okay i cannot wait for that who's movie. in that uh the Dude from um, that girl. Oh. There's a dude from that girl okay. and uh, a black guy, and uh, I don't know who <laughs> he is. Um, I don't know the guy's name. That's you, terrible. I'm gonna look so, it up. All right, I'm gonna look, look it up. It's Morgan Freeman. Wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if his name was Abba Lack Gee or something like that? <laughs> French. What's the movie called? Let's be cops. Let's be cops. The trailer is awesome. You you don't know this movie? Have no. You, Oh, I, I've on. been living under a rock for let's, like the last. But this trailer has been floating around for a while. Let's let's. Can we play the trailer? Of course. Oh, I've seen this. Okay, so there's Key and Rob Riggle and a bunch of people. It's that's it's. So who's the who? Who's the guy? Damon Wayans Jr. This guy. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, that's a weigh-ins. Okay, one of the better ones now. Yeah, and uh, so. and that other guy. So, all right. No, I think I have seen the trailer for that. All right. I I cannot wait. That movie is going to be. It's going to be this year's um, uh, super bad. Really? It looks that fucking crazy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's it just looks really really good. Huh. Okay. There's a Comic-Con's going on now. I know. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week, I feel. shit going on there. Huh. So this is a Planet Hulk rumor. Planet Hulk was a series where uh, they got sick of the Hulk shit, and they sent him out into space, <laughs> basically. Yeah. There's way more to it. And he becomes a gladiator, and I think he takes over the planet. I didn't read cool. it, because I don't know. Hey, did but. you see there's this video out there where Superman is fighting Hulk? Yeah, I saw that like that? a year ago, I think. That looked good. So this article says, rumor after rumor, James Gunn has been as blunt as you can get with fans, and we love him because it means that we finally know the truth behind Marvel's plan inch by inch. Eventually, one of these rumors will be true, and we'll know something's up when he doesn't deny it. However, this time, Gunn is here to tell us what we somewhat did, somewhat didn't want to hear. There will be no Guardians of the Galaxy and Planet Hulk crossover. And this is uh, Gunn's quote, apparently. I can answer that question very easily. It is absolute, 100% bullshit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it feels like a great relief to finally say this after all the dumb stuff on the internet. There's not going to be a Planet Hulk movie. There was never going to be a Planet Hulk movie. There never was plans for the Hulk to team up with the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I wouldn't want the Hulk to team up with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's all a bunch of complete bullshit. <laughs> It'll be out in 2017. Exactly. Some fans might argue that Gunn doesn't know the full plan yet, or that he won't be a deciding factor in the future of the Guardians of the Galaxy, 
But as it was just revealed, Gunn will actually be the director of Guardians 2. Should the film be the box office success we all hope it will be? Oh, my be. God. Of course it will be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, want to make sure there's going to be a part two. Go see it opening weekend. Um, so. What was I going to say? Did you see um, J.J. in front of the X-Wing fighter? Yes. And I had some conversations with some nerds that are not as big as Star Wars fans or as observant as they may think they are because that's an Mm X-Wing. The engines, the intakes split in half, it looks like, and the wings don't split um, horizontally through the wing. It splits lengthwise down the wing, so the wings, the uh, S-foils are thinner because there's a scoop on the end going down and Get a scoop the going up. Let me see. Well, I, I'm going off a couple of different pictures. Um, let's see. I'll do seven X-Wing. <laughs> Hope that works. Okay. So images. And so here's the original well, beh- behind the, the scenes image. right? S- standing in front of. Okay. Well, that's that's. I imagine that's the same ship. So you can see a divide right here, but and it doesn't even have to split there. You know, the wing could just be the wing. Go the wide shot. Where's that one? There, it's a wide oh, shot. It's a GIF, so it's tiny. Hold on. So, yeah. Um. But if you look at this one here, which no one can look at because, you know, <laughs> it's just us looking at it. Yeah. Um, see this divide here? Yeah. And here, there's little scoops that, that right. are holding the cannons. There's four cannons, there's four engines in the back, and there's one in the front, one intake in the front. And if that was just one engine, it wouldn't need that divider in the middle. So it probably splits. I'm imagining it does, yeah. yes. Or it's a new type of ship that's based off an X-Wing. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's a good-looking ship. You know, it's not a Naboo Starfighter, which when you look at it, you're like, oh, that's curvy. What okay. fucking direction does that go in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So some local news has taken on um, nationwide like I've seen people, uh, James in Texas, commenting on on the stuff that's happening here. What? Where do you get your food? Um, typically the market basket that is probably not open. Mm. Yeah, the one in Rowley. Okay, that's the one Bill used to work at when yeah. he was growing up. Um, yeah, we get our food in market basket as yeah. well because it is literally the, the the produce isn't always the best. But it is the cheapest one to get food at. You yeah. can spend a hundred dollars at Market Basket, and spend um, the hundred dollars at Shaw's, and you will get twice as much. Yeah, Shaw's Stop and Shop—they're all way too expensive. Yeah. So, long story short, the family is Demoulis because it's Demoulis yeah. Market Basket. It's all interchangeable names. Um, for the stores, there's RDT and RDS. And RDS is, uh, his, his, the S stands for shithead because he's an asshole. Yeah. The family has been feuding because the chain is worth like $5 billion now. Yeah. Um, 77 stores throughout New England. Um, they take incredibly good care of their employees. They 
they forced RDT, who was basically the the founder of the company, out. They fired him in June, and they're going to sweeping changes. Like, like uh, I read somewhere, I don't know how true it is, that employees don't pay for their health insurance. Yeah, I um I have and, two people that I work with, two women whose husbands work. One of them manages a store in uh, I want to say Salem. Um, and the other, I don't know what the other one, one does, yeah. you know, but, um, and they're just like, you know, Artie, the good Artie yeah. has like, like helped covers people's medical bills, like yes. out of his own pocket. Artie you know? is the epitome of good guy boss. Yeah, there's like story after story after story about how cool this company is and how, how good they are to their staff yeah. Yeah. and how nice this guy is yeah um so, so it's he and never now i guess the, the the latest thing is that he's trying to buy out oh he offered them I, i'm gonna get to that because it's it's a good like a rudy type of story uh i think i think when when you when you go yeah so um the new people one of them is is a woman that i think has managed other she managed um a chain out of Ohio yeah. that has stores in the, the Pacific Northwest, and she managed it into bankruptcy. Awesome. Um, these other people don't know what they're doing. They're gonna they're they're not going to make the employees pay for their benefits. They're gonna take them away, like no more benefits. So the employees have said, uh, "Fuck you, Arab Spring," <laughs> and they have revolted. Trucks aren't getting unloaded. Stores are operating with minimum staff, and and not even not unloaded. Like people are like, well, the warehouse backing cars up the, in yeah. front of the loading docks. Oh yeah, and they can't get the stuff there. There's virtually nothing on the shelves. Yeah, the There's warehouse for staff um, to do. The warehouse distribution people they stopped working before. Yeah, the crews and the stores. So they've got like scabby guys driving trucks who don't know right. where they're going. Stuff that was supposed to go to store A ended up at store J. Right. And then it couldn't get unloaded. There's pro. No, they're refusing to unload them. Yeah. 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 It's it's absolutely fascinating. It absolutely yeah. It's it's I don't want to buy food until this is resolved. Yeah. Now, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to either rehire RDT, and this was before the announcement uh, the other day. So this is what I was thinking before the announcement. Was it this morning that he wants to buy? That's what I heard okay, this morning. This morning. So yesterday, if we did the show yesterday, what I would have said was either they're going to ignore him, fire everybody, and start over, mm-hmm. and they are going to lose all of their stores because I won't go back if they if they screw all the employees that are there because they have the fastest checkout lines I've ever been in because they don't have five people on register they have f- fifteen registers open like all the time which is unheard of and they pay them more than minimum wage so that it was either that they were gonna they were gonna ignore RDT and just just bankrupt the company or they hire RDT back. But then I read more about it where when the employees and the store managers and everybody started to not do their job, basically go on strike, um, seven high-level executives from the home office resigned. Head of marketing, head of deli, distribution, VP of something, you know, like really like holy shit like management high level management except for this board of directors they are like 
solidly together. It's really interesting because everybody is kind of like looking at the leadership of this company and going, no, no, fuck you. The whole thing is going out on social media, which is why some of you may have seen what's going on with 77 stores in New England. Yeah. Um, Market Basket, the executives decided that um, they wanted to... um, their reply was put in the newspaper to the whole situation. So they're completely out of touch with the way things are being done. Yeah. What was their answer to Artie? The, there is no one? answer yet. So Artie wants to buy 50.5% of the company. Like, just yeah. buy it. So he would have controlling interest in the company, and then he would be back. And you know if he comes back, everybody Everything that was let go comes back because yeah. he can do that. And then they'll start opening the stores again and yes. everything will be back but and it'll it'll take like 2 weeks to get everything like back on yeah. track and everything but yeah like uh, um Ellen said that um she knows some people that do some work and they said that they're told to just deliver stuff till they can't pay the bills like it's it this is absolutely unheard of yeah, politicians it's, it's crazy politicians are siding with the workers because this is this is thousands of jobs they said that the 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 long term market basket employees that pay into the the retirement and pension fund can retire with over a million dollars really yeah i wish i knew that yeah seriously <laughs> before the company shit itself out so that's uh, that's pretty amazing. So what do you think is going to happen? Because I think they have their shareholder or stockholder meetings or whatever. That's the same thing. I don't know, but or it's just it it looks they bad. have. And I got to tell you, they? it's really interesting because it looks bad for for like everybody in the upper management, everyone on that board, yeah, just looks bad. Yeah. So and it's not only is it 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 it's really interesting because like the staff are in, in a way you would think that oh my god the staff are kind of shooting themselves in the foot because you right. know the company's not making money just on produce alone over a weekend they're losing like, like I, I heard someone on npr the other day like a half a million dollars a day that's right. one store one weekend one store yeah wow i hadn't heard that that's fucking there that's I, crazy I, I read that they're trying to figure out a way to get the perishables to homeless shelters just yeah. give it to them. <laughs> I like that. That's good. But this isn't just this isn't just the baggers or the the overnight stocking. No, it's everybody. Or, well, actually, they don't do overnight stocking because they stock while you're there. That's mm. so they don't have a second shift and prices are lower. Yeah. And, and no, stuff. every it's everybody. No, it's, Store it's managers, from VPs it's, to the newest bagger, yeah. and thousands of people have come out to rally for them. Yeah, I drove by the one in um, just up the street there, Danvers, the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, and everybody's out there, signs, people are honking, yeah. support. Parking lot was virtually empty. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. It's so. really, really weird. I support them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you can't, you can get controlling share of a company and change things. But you can't radically change them. But I, I, I also think that it, it, it speaks to if you treat your if you treat your employees right, okay, yeah. yeah, then they will literally just go to bat for you, and they yeah. will they will 
you know, they'll take care of you and they'll take yeah. care of you. I've never had a bad experience when I've been in there. The um, only bad times I have in a market basket is with other customers. Yeah, but, but people are, are yeah. you know, fantastic. I heard one story about a guy who, you know, gets home and realized that he, he, he left a bag, you know, went back to the store, yeah. couldn't find it. And uh, the manager's just like, let's grab a bag of stuff. I see you in here every week. Just get a bag of stuff and go. You're good. You know, I mean, that's 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 stuff that's like a that. And that that's like that's, a million. That's like like a million stuff stories like that i keep yeah. hearing about this company but those are employees that aren't afraid to do the right thing when amc took over took over lowe's we started to become afraid to do the right do thing anything. by the customer when we uh, there was one time i after they changed candy there was something that they started. i think it was like snow caps okay that they stopped selling and some guy came up he's just like oh you don't sell these anymore bummer blah 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 yeah. right so um, and he had been like, you know, I think he was changing tickets into something else, right? Okay. So I went down through the mall, grabbed it. I bought out of my own pocket right. a thing of snow caps, well, like a dollar at the dollar yeah. store. And I right? brought yeah. them. To, I brought them to the guy in the theater. Yep. And he just laughed hysterically. And it's one of those things that, like, it was not for me. You know, I would do funky, weird shit like that all the time. <laughs> you know, just to yeah. be funny um but he's just like that's awesome and that's that type that's of customer thing service. that just works yeah. Yeah. you know and it's little shit like that that keeps people like coming back there's a little right. sandwich shop that i go into you know the guy will keep out a kate like a few bottles of water because you know right. i prefer them out of the fridge right, right. so and he'll just uh, you know it's little stuff like that that makes yeah. a difference the thing is when you go into a place amc at least the people that were in charge when when we were there the the direction of taking care of the customer, it went in the wrong way. It took away our ability to say, you're full of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, it's too cold in the parking lot. I need free passes. Yeah. That was a real fucking thing. I know. An honest to God complaint. The wind and, was coming across to you and me. Looked at George <laughs> and we're like, "You said get the fuck out of here, right?" Yeah. He, they said he said no. Michelle was here. I had to give her tickets. It's like, just what crazy. the fuck? Remember those kids? Remember back in 2002 or 2003, there were those kids that wanted to see Resident Evil? Vaguely. Might have been just me. I don't know. But I know I told you the story. And, like, they were going to sneak in. Oh, no, they had tickets. Mm -hmm. Somebody bought them tickets. But they were quiet. It was yeah. three of them. You could tell they've been playing the game since they were born. Right. And I don't know if you were with me, but basically what was said to them by me or whoever, I forget now, was if you become a problem, yeah, I remember we this. will be a problem. Yeah. And every time they came in, they said hi to us. They were totally polite. Yeah. Remember when they turned 17 <laughs> and they were old enough to buy their own tickets? <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. But it's like you do, like, I had screened it, so I knew. I'm like, it's just violence. It's no different than the game. Yeah. Knock yourselves out. Don't be a shithead. Don't murder anybody from a bell tower. Yeah. That's yeah. Fletch you job. just, you do, you do nice things, and those kids were great. We had the cosplay girl that would come in. You she showed up. She was a fan of yours. Huh? <laughs> she was a fan of you. What do you mean? <laughs> she asked for you. Really? Yeah. Because I never talked to her. Yeah, the one who dressed up like... Um, Black Widow? Yeah. Huh. 
No, I never. Maybe, maybe there was there was another one who when the X Men. No, yeah, when the X Men movies. Yeah, were coming Jean Grey. Out. Yeah, she did Jean Grey. Yeah, she did the Jean Grey thing well. Yeah, and we gave her free passes. Yeah, maybe that's she was why like, she's the asked. tall guy. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. You assholes didn't fucking tell me that shit. Yeah, well, we all went and appreciated her costumes, though. Yes, both of them. Um. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. But that's so what you dem- do. It's yeah. like, oh, you're the only one that showed up in costume and put some time and effort into it. Here, come back for free. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, there was another story so, I wanted to talk about. I hope this I is resolved to the point where next week we can talk about the resolution and yeah. like I can buy cheap food again. <sighs> I don't know. What else is going on? I don't know. There's a bunch of shit. The whole Middle East is acting like fucking children. You know what? That's what I want to know, okay? The huh. first three stories in the news today were, like, like all about just crazy fucked up shit yeah. in the Middle East. Like, why can't those people, and yeah, I'm saying those people, yeah. get their shit together? What the fuck? You know, ISIS is talking about ge- genital mutilation. Collect all the girls and fuck them up. Okay, yeah. where's you my know, belt sander? The Arabs and Israelis and Hamas and all this shit again with these fuckers. Can't we get these people in a room, all of them at once, and say, "Hey, assholes, this is how adults behave." When Not even we're that. nice to you each other, even and then you smack them across the Not face. Not even that. You know what? Just let them fucking just beat the shit out of each other. That's what's gonna happen. Throw They're missiles gonna, at yeah. each other until either one side has fewer dead people than the other side, you get everything. But just, for the love of fuck, stop it. I'm so tired of this being in the fucking news. I, I'm tired of people defending Israel like they're the shining light because in the fucking Because if you don't, darkness. you're anti-Semitic. No, no, I'm not. I'm anti-war criminals. I'm just anti- Fucking- Fucking just- Oh, Hamas is throwing rockets at us, so we blew up a U.N. sanctuary. Fuck you guys. All right? Fuck all of you guys. If we didn't stick you there, and then you didn't take over the whole fucking country, none of this shit would have happened. It doesn't... Oh, my fucking... I know it's way more complicated than that, but Hamas isn't going to talk to who, and and Israel doesn't talk to Hamas. And it's like, are you guys fucking kidding? Exactly. People are dying because your religion or or greed or whatever makes you fucking stubborn. Oh, ISIS is coming. First thing I heard when ISIS was coming was... Archer? Wasn't she a character on Electric Company? Wait, maybe it's Archer. No, she what was that show? There was a there was show. was that show when we ISIS, were kids. Right, yeah. yeah. That's what ISIS. I thought she of. She was a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. That she can come from me. That's fine. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, that's 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 who Archer works for. And there are not nearly enough Archer jokes about ISIS going around on the internet. Everybody's so fucking grim about it. And then there's planes disappearing and dropping out of the fucking sky. Seriously, what the fuck is going on with airplanes now? Shooting them down, falling down. I'm I sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, is there a new season of Lost coming or something? <laughs> no. I have to joke about it because it's like we got these assholes over here that clearly on this audio said we shot down a passenger plane, and then they're saying, "Oh no, we we didn't say that. No, that's." And then Putin saying, "Oh, the Ukraine did it. They're your separatists. Yeah, with your fucking military hardware." Um, what? Yeah. (laughs) 
That's like you're in the passenger seat while your son's driving your car and you jerk the wheel to run over that mime at 2 o'clock in the morning. Because what the fuck is a mime doing out at 2 o'clock in the morning? You got to take care of that shit before they follow you home. I got no problem with someone hitting a mime at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's not like anybody's going to hear it. Exactly. (laughs) Damn. I just, oh, it's so, and even Jon Stewart is like, uh, do we have any good news? <laughs> any any good news at all? No. No. Let's do this story, because I hate this fucking guy. Okay. Creationist. <laughs> Ken Ham calls to end the space program because aliens are going to hell anyway. This man is caca cuckoo. What the fuck? Yeah, like he has way too much free time. Creationist Ken Ham has said this is from uh, RawStory.com. Creationist Ken Ham has said that the U.S. space program is a waste of money because any alien life that scientists found would be damned to hell. But what if they accepted Jesus into their hearts and repented before they died? But I'm shocked at the countless hundreds of millions of dollars that have been spent over the years in the desperate and fruitless search for extraterrestrial life, Ham wrote in a Sunday column on his Answers in Genesis website. So it's not really a Sunday column. It's like, dude posted a blog. Every day is the Sunday column. (laughs) Ham argued that, no, he didn't argue. Ham ranted that secularists are desperate to find life in outer space as a part of their, quote, rebellion against God in a desperate attempt to supposedly prove evolution. I I think the flu virus proves evolution. If we if if the if the flu virus didn't evolve, we wouldn't need a new flu shot. Life did not evolve, but was specially created by God, as Genesis clearly teaches. Uh, blah blah blah. Christians blah, blah. certainly shouldn't expect alien life to be cropping up across the universe. He blathered on incoherently. Then, uh, but, but here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. All right. If there was a God, Ken, okay, and he made the universe and everything in it, why the fuck, please tell me, mm-hmm. would he only put life on one planet? Lazy. He's a you lazy, know, lazy granted, God. Dude only had a week, but you know what? Yeah. Like, why Why would he literally put all his eggs on one basket? You know? Like, why wouldn't yeah. he? Like, wh- just... Yeah. People like this, I really wish would, like, come to my house and want to talk to me about Jesus. Because I would, you they know, invite do. him in. They never do. No. Can we talk to you about Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on in. Can you sit in front of this microphone while we do it? Seriously. <laughs> Uh, gotcha. Let's see. <laughs> you now, ain't leaving, motherfucker. He goes, uh, yeah, I locked the door. Uh, <laughs> I'll put the lotion in the basket, fucker. You're you, staying. You know where Stockholm is, right? <laughs> um, he goes on to say, now the Bible doesn't say whether there is or is not animal or plant life in outer space. I certainly suspect not. So the book doesn't say anything about it, but he has drawn his own conclusion. But regardless of whether there was life in space, Ham asserts that it could not be truly, quote, intelligent. I did quotes with my fingers that nobody saw. 
You see, the Bible makes it clear that Adam's sin affected the whole universe. Adam's sin? This means that derp, 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 derp. This means to eat everything? that any aliens would also be affected by Adam's sin. But because they are not Adam's descendants, they can't have salvation, he explained. What was Adam's sin? I thought Eve uh, sinned, uh, and Adam know. was just like, bitch, what are you doing? No, Eve made him, made, forced him to eat the apple that wasn't an apple because there weren't apples but in that region back then. She ate the apple, and then she said, eat the apple, and then fuck me. He's just like, all right, I'll eat a pile of shit. No, hold on, love. Guess something. Can't we fuck first and then after? Right. I mean, Garden of Eden and all. During? No, no sin. <laughs> um... Let's see, they can't have salvation. Jesus did not become the god Klingon or the god Martian. Okay, idiot. Klingons aren't real. Like God. So maybe it is God Klingon. Maybe God is a Klingon. He's a he's a Klingon. Kling Klingon. Yeah, that's He's a God on. <laughs> he's a God Kling. Only descendants of Adam can be saved. God's son remains the God-man as our savior. God-man, shittiest superhero ever. Really? Seriously? Nobody goes to his panel at Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, there's God-man. I'd rather see Bible-man. Jesus Christ. Ken Ham is talking about the eternal... Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Friendly atheist blogger Hemant Met... Met I don't know how to say his last name. M-E-H-T-A. Meta? Meta. Meta. I don't want to He's very it. meta. Called Ham's Quest and the Space Program, quote, a new low even for him. Jesus... And now I can say, Jesus Christ. Ken Ham is talking about the eternal damnation of alien life forms, he wrote. They're all going to hell, apparently. And why go in search of life on other planets if they're all doomed to a lake of fire? To whine about the pittance we spend on space exploration because Christians certainly shouldn't expect alien life to be cropping up across the universe has to be a new low even for him. Like, <sighs> he's trying to stay in the spotlight and stay and be relevant. But that's the huh? thing. It's just like, what crazy thing can I say now? Yeah. Fuck that guy. I, I was typing an email out and I meant to type in the word plane. And I misspelled it, mm -hmm. and uh, I typed Palin. Yeah. So from now on, she's going to be Sarah Plain. Because mm. she's all kinds of crazy. Hey, did you see the trailer for uh, Rebels? Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Looks really, really fun. It does. It does. What's this kid's I'm problem? Pretty, uh, it says that uh, children exposed to religion have a difficulty distinguishing fact from fiction. No. Oh, yeah, no shit. No kidding. No shit. I do want to share the the story, the little thing that I wrote, a uh, conversation I had. Conversation from last night. Ripley, what was that banging noise coming down from playing in their rooms? Me. I don't know. Maybe it was a werewolf. Nova says, werewolves aren't real. <laughs> so there. Like, okay, nice. okay, you win. You really can't argue when a kid gives you the whole raspberry thing like that. Yeah. All right, I want to talk about this stupid shit. Oh, more Star Wars <sighs> unconfirmed plot details. Stupid, stupid shit. Like, just don't fucking lie and don't say anything. Is this the whole they go looking for Luke? Yeah. yeah. Star Wars Episode Seven plot details suffer unconfirmed leaks. See, I'll look at I'll look at pictures. You know, casting means nothing really when you think about it because, right. like, unless it's someone from the originals. 
You know, it yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, because anybody could play anybody, and especially Andy Circus. Andy Circus would be in this fucking room right now, and we wouldn't know about he it. He could be okay? everybody. He could be else. everybody in the movie. Yeah. So, so, and then so like plot detail stories mean nothing to me. And I'll be honest with you, I won't even be certain of the plot until I've seen the movie twice. Twice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, this like, one, this one just struck me as. This is the best you could come up with, and this is and as, anybody as reporting. Either, but this is bullshit because, no, but, like, now but, people who are reporting, yeah. now people are reporting stories about things that aren't real but are stories but anyway. Could be real because yeah. then people will click on our website and it'll improve our advertising revenue. Yeah. That's all. Now that this shit is. this went through a bunch of different places, right? So it says uh, all those these details remain unconfirmed. To those eager to know as little as possible about episode seven, we wish to avoid listening. To oh, what I'm about major, to read, yeah. uh, you could try the Chewbacca's behind-the-scenes photos. Blah blah blah. Okay, a U.S. film blog has posted what it claims are essential plot details from the upcoming new Star Wars film, Episode Seven. Badass Digest claims J.J. Abrams' movie focuses on the hunt for Luke Skywalker. Okay, that I'm good up to that point. Middle yeah. of, middle of that sentence. After an opening scene in which the aging Jedi Knight's severed hand, complete with lightsaber tumbles through space and is found on a desert planet by two young adventurers. I'm I call bullshit right on that. Why the f- that's fucking stupid for a number of reasons. It wouldn't fly through space unless unless somebody had pointed out cuz when you when you hear severed hand and lightsaber, uh, clearly it's the one from Empire, right? Well, yeah. That's that's but that fell to the center of Bespin. It's on Bespin. That was already in the atmosphere, blah, 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 right, whatever. So if they go to Bespin, if that is the planet, if that's the desert planet, like they've mined all the Tabana gas surrounding the planet, and it's uh-huh. this desert planet left. Okay, but then it's not floating in space. Right. Which means Luke had to have been part of a battle in space where the room he was in opened up into space, and his robot or real hand got cut but off. But his I would real say. hand would be like... It'd be it'd be bone frozen, wouldn't it? Or just well in space, up yeah. If it flies through space, but then it would it would it, even a lightsaber would disintegrate going through atmosphere. Yeah, it's 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 stupid. Yeah, the lightsaber, maybe, maybe. I, I could say see. no. I call bullshit. Oh no, totally. But I'm just off of what they've said, and I don't like that phrase, "young adventurers." Mm. I. <sighs> Maybe in the 30 years, the Jedi Temple has been refurbished and it's now a museum. It's a, it's a fucking after-school program? And, and um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the, the, the rebellion's in rough shape because the Empire never went away. And so they take Luke's lightsaber. Could be the one from Jedi. Could be the one from A New Hope. Because it's possible to have found the other one in 30 years. It could have got stuck in a vent in Cloud City and Lobot found it. Who knows? Whatever. So it says here, according to the site, their quest takes them off-world, and they meet up with Han Solo and Chewbacca, who aren't flying around in the Millennium Falcon anymore. Han and Chewie recognize the lightsaber as Luke's, and they say they haven't seen their friend in 30 years since the events of Return of the Jedi. Because, what, he'd fucking run away? He was a general in the Rebellion. Yeah. Um, so begins a quest to find the missing Jedi Master. Meanwhile, on an ice planet, 
nefarious forces are building a super weapon, one capable of destroying not planets, but entire solar systems. So what we have basically are some of the plot elements from the um, the what I got to look up there for the title because I don't fucking remember. Heir to the Empire, where they cloned Luke from the hand he lost in Empire. Okay. And um, I forget what story it was, but uh, there was a, a, a fallen Jedi student, Kip Doron, who stole a weapon called the Sun Crusher, which would cause a star to supernova and destroy the solar system. All right, so but so it's it's culled. This 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 bullshit is culled from multiple expanded right. universe stories. None of which will be part of Episode Seven. No. Okay. According to Badass Digest, the narrative sweep of Episode Seven intentionally echoes Star Wars with the quest for the Skywalker with the with the quest for Skywalker replacing the original protagonist hunt for Obi Wan Kenobi. Boyega, whose character is described as someone trying to change his path in life, is described as owning the new installment. Instead of R2 coming to Tatooine, it's a hand falling from the sky. Bullshit. Um, what I read, too, is that Boyega's character was a stormtrooper who decided to go AWOL. And he is left. See, see and I'm now just, someone I don't, is trying I don't to... buy any of the plot news no. at all. No. Um, because Abrams is... is He's smarter than that. But he's not at the same time. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch is not Khan. He's not Khan. I swear to God, he's not Khan. I'll cut my balls off if he's Khan. All right, fuck it. He's Khan. I don't trust him. He's a shitty liar. You know, around something. He, you know, he's good when it's something that no one knows anything about. But you know what it is, though? He's also got, like, the Disney gun at his head. Yeah. Okay. And he has a constant voice. I guarantee you that there is someone hired by Disney, hmm. okay, who stands over J.J. Abrams' bed as he sleeps. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. We and know her stand. name. Her name's Kathleen Kennedy. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> One of the Kathleen Kennedy's underlings. No, and no. She's pulling, the, she's pulling the misery with the, with the sledgehammer. No, 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 no. It's not even, it's not even like that. It's very <laughs> subtle. It's just a little voice that stands over him. And they and it and all the voice says is, "Don't fuck this up." Yeah. Don't fuck this up. Don't yep. fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. That's it'll, it'll all ruin, it says. It'll ruin his career. Are you kidding me? He will be He will be killed. <laughs> Not literally. Uh, okay. No, not uh, come no, on. No, I know. I'm just. I'm kidding. But his, but it, JJ. his his career will be over. He will be the one that couldn't make a good He'll Star make Wars some movie. Some really nice commercials for <laughs> in Japan. Denny's <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> but he has to pull that. This this seven has to be solid. It has to be like a New Hope. It has to be like Empire. It has to have that that old original trilogy feel yeah. and that's why everything prequel is being pushed aside that's why rebels is rebels that's why they're stormtroopers and the stormtroopers and rebels look good they do you know they look kind of they have that kind of glossy look yeah. to them look yeah nice so that's why it's all original trilogy stuff the star destroyers are star destroyers they're not you know yeah no it's good stuff. stuff so you, we're supposed to forget prequels but this has the potential to be not good. Did he direct Super 8? Yes. Yeah, that's why I'm worried. 
Because that was an homage film that missed the heart of the homage. That was a, that was a bad story that he yeah. made it to look like a Spielberg movie. Yeah, but it was missing the heart that Spielberg it movies have. It missed the have. daddy issues that Spielberg movies have. It also missed having a very interesting creature instead of a mess of spider legs. Yeah. And there was another one with all the mystery. Like, I don't give a shit. Oh, great. A train crashed. Oh, fuck it. Fuck you. Who cares? I liked that part. No, no. It looked great on film. But the whole secrecy lead up, it's like you made a monster movie. It looks like a Spielberg movie. Okay. Oh, that, like the marketing around yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that's. Well, he likes it. I mean, he comes from Lost, so like. But he's got to cut it out because he's not good at it. I didn't give a shit about Super 8. I, I torrented it and watched it, and, uh, and the ending wasn't even on the torrent. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Cloverfield? Yeah, that was bullshit. I never whole, saw it. I never saw it. All of the marketing it. around it, and then the thing shows up, and it's like, that thing shouldn't be able to walk on land. That is a flimsy-looking creature. Awful. Yeah, that was, I'd a, seen uh, that it was a really long trailer for Godzilla that came out this year. <laughs> I But I'd seen that movie before, and it didn't... Right. Well, we've seen every movie before. It did, But it didn't do anything for that genre. And... The first Star Trek, I know you didn't like the first Star Trek. I didn't like did. any of the Star Trek. I, I enjoyed seeing different actors in the in the old characters' roles. I thought that it looked really nice. But you nice. know what, though? It gets to the point where almost, it's almost like watching a Saturday Night Live skit. Oh, this one's doing this thing. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's a little parody of this. It's too, like... Yeah, this... Episode seven should not have a wink and a nod to the original trilogy. Because you got really the fucking actors you got them in there, it. Okay? And it's like... Star Trek should have been set either either a hundred years before or fifty years later than what we know. Oh, make it the Enterprise NCC ones. Whatever, one. yeah. B C D E. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, like or before. how about a different fucking ship? Yeah, just but why are you fucking doing? Okay, great. Let's make big, huge, um, you know, remakes of episodes from the '60s because that's basically what they're fucking doing. And hey, let's find out um, how we can shoehorn in Leonard Nimoy because he's got dirty pictures of someone fucking a, <laughs> I don't know something. All right, a Gorn. Because seriously, because there's no fucking reason in the world right to put Leonard Nimoy in Face those movies. Time. Did you know what, what I found absolutely amazing was the FaceTime the Federation have is shittier than the FaceTime we have now. I know, right? I don't get that. The other shitty, the other thing, they don't need to put fucking Shatner in it either. No. No. He's kind of become a parody of himself, like, but like you know Adam what, West. He's, but he's doing fine. You know, oh, yeah, he's, no, for yeah, what yeah. he's doing, for what he's doing right now, yeah. he's he's fine, and he, and he's he he is able to sort of you know like he was in um Showtime. What the fuck was that movie? Not even Showtime. There was the other movie, Fanboys. Oh because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, I'm Bill Shatner. I can get anything. Right, like that's right. fucking perfect. Yeah, and his, his Priceline persona is you know? the, just an extension of that exactly. Character. So just let yeah. Shatner be Shatner and. Yeah. Stop fucking trying to find reasons to put Leonard Nimoy in these movies because it's becoming like the Weir's Waldo with the Star Trek franchise. Yeah, but you, you see, know? like that—that that stuff. That stuff has me. He can film the fuck out of an action scene. 
I'll give him that. He knows yeah. how to he knows how to frame an action sequence, and and he can film a, a movie and make it look really nice. But whether that movie is any good plot wise falls to the writers. He's got good writers. I don't think yeah, is, is exactly. It and the whole marketing casting isn't going to say, part, "Oh yeah, why don't we just have it be Luke's severed hand from Empire?" The marketing folks behind <laughs> Disney say what you will about Disney being a machine. Nobody I don't give does a shit, that shit because they're pumping out good stuff. Yeah, nobody does it better. I'm sorry, nobody does the whole marketing back, machine better than Disney. Back when Disney was pumping out shit like uh, Home on the Range, it was fine to shit on them then because they were putting out crappy yeah. product. No, they've been fine. Now it's like there's no reason why Tangled or Wreck-It Ralph or any of those should have been as big as they were. Wreck-It Ralph should not have been should should never have been as good as it was. Yeah. There's but they've got something. They got Feige with Marvel and Kennedy for Star Wars and um what's his face with Pixar and Disney? Right. Lasseter. Right. And they have the best people for those projects. Yeah, and just let them go. And that's why Big Hero 6 is going to be good, even though it varies greatly from the comic book. I just want to say that so we don't get feedback Whatever. on that. Uh, but my girls are super excited about it. They they love that robot. Yeah, it looks cool. And it's Pete, um, it's Pete Hornberger from uh, 30 Rock doing the voice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Weird, right? You know who I want to direct a Star Wars movie? No. Brad Bird. Yeah, I think he'll take one eventually. I I wouldn't mind him taking a Marvel movie either. Yeah, you know who directed a pretty good Marvel movie? Kenneth Branagh when he did. He Thor. really did. Yeah, I was surprised. I I just I just you know Joe Johnston, fucking a. Okay, you know yeah. he did Captain America. Yeah, fucking awesome. Give Brad Bird a Star Wars movie. The funny thing too is like. Like, the first part of Captain America was kind of set where the Rocketeer was set. Yeah. And it's the same era that he's directing. So those two movies could fit together pretty good, I think. Um, What have you seen lately? Anything? What did I watch? I watched a movie called um, Video Games A History, which was all right. Yeah. Um, It skipped. I mean, it's a a documentary. It's it's not all-encompassing. It's not the Wikipedia of... Video game history. They skipped over a lot of stuff that I would have liked them to cover, like, um, like, like they barely talked about the GameCube. Yeah. Um, they did not mention Resident Evil really at all. Um, you know, stuff that like, like they they show Snake from Metal Gear Solid, but they don't talk about how that changed the stealth game. But there's so many genres of games, right? And and they hit on the big stuff. And it was it was all right. It was it was pretty good. Uh, what's his face there from uh, Lord of the Rings? There, Sam. Yeah. Who was in the, Rudy. the Goonies? Yeah, he narrated it, and uh, I like his voice for narration. It was pretty good. Um, Sean Astin. Sean Astin. That's it. Um, I watched a couple of horror movies. Um, Armistice, which is about a guy who is locked in a house. And every day, the same thing happens over and over again. That's he, uh, my life. He wakes up. <laughs> Shit, now now there's nowhere to go except to insult your life. He's attacked by this demonic monster. He kills it. He eats. He cleans his uniform. He goes to sleep. And when he wakes up, any damage is repaired. The thing's gone. 
the bell rings, it comes back, and it's over and over again, and it's about him trying to figure out what the fuck is going on as he's trying to figure a way out, because if he tries to break the door down, he wakes up. Like, he just passes out. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I watched a movie with um one of the one of the characters from Shield, either Fitz or Simmons, whichever one's yeah. the, the boy. Um, and it's about people getting lost, giving the wrong directions in this like Scottish back road woods thing, trying to get to a hotel, and they're being stalked by maybe a bunch of people. And it was kind of interesting. Yeah. It was. Kind of interesting because there are there are parts of the of the of the world where you have no cell signal, GPS won't work. Yeah, and that that kind of worked. So it's terrifying. <clears throat> so that was okay. We um, we're like eight episodes or ten episodes into Arrow. Um, I decided to finally dive in. I'm with about that. three, and I yeah. like it. I like it. Did you, uh, what's what's you get to the Royal Flush Gang? No. Okay. I'm on my third episode. Oh, so you had Deadshot in the second one, right? Yes. I like that. I like Deadshot yeah. as a character. Um, I'm, I like it. I like the, what really helps are the, the flashbacks to the island. Yeah. Because then it shows what a douchebag he was. Yeah. And how he is now. And it's doing, as it progresses, I think you may agree, that it, it shows more of how Bruce Wayne balances yeah. than a Batman movie does, how he balances his social responsibilities. Granted, Oliver has parents. Right. But um, I like some of the stuff they're setting up. Like, I know a bunch of character names from the Green Arrow series, so I can see who may turn into right, a bad cool. guy and show up and All stuff right. like that. It's not bad. It's it's real. I like the guy playing him. Oh, 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 oh. So, Marvel has a connected universe. Yeah. Universal announced, and I don't know if this is true or if somebody was just wishful thinking, but Universal announced they were going to do their their Universal monsters as a connected universe. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because idea. why the fuck wouldn't they? Yeah. Right. And that that should all culminate in a reboot of the Monster Squad, right? Anyway, because I love that movie. Um, DC said that Arrow and Flash will not be connected to the movies. Basically, DC said, "Derp, derp, derp. We don't know shit." I'm I'm going to invest how many years into Arrow and Flash before Justice League movie comes out, so that. Green Arrow can be played by Ryan Gosling instead. Fuck that. Yeah, they no. That, Just give him the they, fucking movie role. Why would they do that? Because DC doesn't know shit. That's dumb. I swear to God, the Joker's running the, their fucking entertainment department. No, you know who's running? Fuck up today. You kids. know, you know who's the, you know who's running DC right now? Marvel, Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. That's that's like the yin, the the yin and yang. Okay, Marvel does well. We got to fuck DC. Yeah. Oh, and I saw the pilot for Constantine. Oh, and I saw the pilot for The Flash. Yeah? Yeah. I don't want to know. Good. Just say yes or no. Here's my issue with Constantine and it has nothing to do with the story no. at all. I think you might end up liking it. Constantine was kind of filmed because that movie sucked. It's not the movie. I know, but still. It, it was filmed kind of generically. 
Yeah. It had a lot like of... Like it was from Canada? Maybe. Like you can't do that on television. Um, <laughs> but no, there's the there's the overhead shot screaming at the sky kind yeah. of thing. There's just the feel of the composition of the shots felt very... Film schoolish. No, like early 2000s dramatic TV, you know, but it's the pilot. So, like, I give a little leeway for Mm -hmm. the pilot. Flash, fuck it all. I'm all in on Flash. Yeah. They're going to introduce supervillains and superheroes that have actual powers, which is going to follow through to Arrow, apparently. Uh, So, yeah, um, I like the kid. I like like the whole him learning to use the power because you get it. But they, 40 whatever minutes done he's the flash at the end of the pilot good so cool yeah totally worth it they've dc has figured out how to make really good tv shows because they never made that wonder woman show holy fuck was that a festering pile of stinking yeah. shit <sighs> uh, all right yeah so that was the other thing that i that i that i wanted to cool. talk about this week was that dc uh doesn't know what the fuck they're doing that's really too bad well, maybe someone will wake up. I don't know. Hey, did you hear about The Simpsons? What about The Simpsons? Like all of The Simpsons you're going to be able oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Now, what is this FXX network? That's just, like, I think it's just going to be another, a, not like a, an online. I think there's going to be an app. Okay. So you watch them on, on your phone and you just sign in with like your cable info. Why didn't they sell to Netflix? Or Hulu. I don't know. Why did they do it on their own proprietary thing? Because they... Because it's Fox and they don't know shit, right? No, I'm sure. Because why? Because Futurama give, is... Well, I mean, they're going to give Netflix... They'd have to give Netflix a cut. You know, yeah. Netflix, you know, so why do that when you can just put out your own app? But it's 25 seasons. Yeah, 25. 26? 25 20? years. So, <sighs> and all of it. And it's going to be searchable. I hope, I really hope it is all of them and the New York episode is still there. Yeah, I know. Me too. I've only seen that once. Cop Kalash. <laughs> okay, give me, give me a, give me a whatever. He, no, he's stick, stick. <laughs> I love that. It's fucking hilarious. What do you have to drink? We have a uh, Mountain Dew and crab juice. <laughs> give me a crab juice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what crab juice is. Uh, sounds awful. So we got something from uh, what's his face? Yes, right. we do. So my GoFundMe hit a thousand dollars. Oh, that's awesome! Thanks Isn't everybody. It? Yeah, that is and so if you still, because I, I decided to do drawings for Did people. Did you call those fuckers yet? No, okay. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Uh, right, a cool. week after I emailed them the first time, I will email them and say it's been a week. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Tell me what's going on. Because then maybe I can just go right over and get it. Just, I just, just. I know. I'm at the point now where, like, uh, I was worried about some of the songs I had nights. It's like, I don't give a shit. Just tell me what's going on. Yeah. Oh, and oh, I see the book there while I'm calling this up here. Um, I started, I watched The Strain, the first two episodes of The Strain. Oh, yeah. The Guillermo del Toro uh, vampire yeah. um, series. And, um,. If Del Toro's name wasn't on it, I probably never would have started it. Is it good? It's got his look. It's got the feel of his stuff. It's the best way I can describe the strain is 
Del Toro is remaking Blade 2 and doesn't have to use Blade. Okay. I like it. I like it. I know there's a bunch of people out there that don't like it that much. The main character is kind of an asshole. Yeah. I I don't understand how I'm supposed to sympathize with a guy who can't show up for court appointments for for custody hearings about his child who is never ever home at work from work he's like a big huge head guy in the cdc that should be kind of yeah you know that that should be excusable but that's that's a huge problem the wife had she married him knowing what his job is this plane lands in the first episode everybody on it's dead and she's like you can't make it to the thing on time and it's like lady there's a bunch of there's 300 dead people sitting on the tarmac. Come on, it's okay. I know a plumber. Oh great! Now then, I have to call him. <laughs> and then and then um, he's an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. Okay, fine. Little little character development. I mean, he's drinking gotta, more or less. Got to talk about. I don't know. Got to <laughs> in a in a in a in a genre where drinking blood can symbolize a lot of things, yeah. alcoholism and and self control and stuff like that. Okay, that's fine. Give him the same sort of weakness. But then he's cheated on his wife, and it's like, are you trying to make me hate this guy? Seriously. Can't anybody just be like, oh, well, you know, one time he accidentally tripped over a puppy. That's kind of like in in that movie. Took care of it. Precious. Yeah. We're like, oh, this girl, she's fat, she's poor, she's stupid, she's abused, and at the end, she gets AIDS. I mean, Jesus, why don't you have her hit by a fucking truck? Well, the yeah. truck would lose. But my point is that just like let's just pile on every fucking thing. The only scene I remember from that movie is I think she, the baby was crying and the mother was just masturbating in the other room. And I'm like, okay, okay. all right. So the kid hates masturbation. She'll Whatever. be she'll be more relaxed when she deals with her child, right? See, or she'll take a nap. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, uh, some of the complaints about the strain online that I've been reading are like, there's all these stories that don't factor together or mean anything, uh, from all these different How characters. How many episodes have been out? Two. Oh, give it a two. Give it, just give it a fucking second. <laughs> Would you give it a just, second? Uh, it's going to space. Right. Um, the, the guy that's playing the Abraham character, um, is uh filch from harry potter the um the janitor groundskeeper okay, guy yeah and he's a he, creepy motherfucker he's got the goatee yeah. and the hat and the trench coat and it's like oh that should have been john hurt you know, apparently it was gonna be john hurt oh right you know it's really funny today on the phone i was talking to uh someone whose name is harold potter oh so i was just like oh can i get your name it was harold potter and i was just like all right didn't say and it was just one of those things like you knew he was waiting for it yep so i was like yep. all right fucking liar but anyway what's so when get? you fixed this problem did you get to say well i guess that's 10 points for gryffindor i know right? click nothing because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome that's the last thing know, you right? say you're totally good the whole time oh yeah, let me click on this email from Colin Weir that's spelled capital C, lowercase o, yeah. capital L. Give me a break. All right, let's see what this is. Chris. Hey, Chris, wake up. It's time to do my segment. Oh, what? Oh, shit. What fucking day is it? D-Day, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. 
I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Getting all fucking wet for Zach Morris. <laughs> I don't remember you saying that. Hey there, either. Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Oh, there's this motherfucker here. And I have to recap something truly disturbing for you guys this time. But before I get to that, let me first talk to you about the show a little bit. Oh, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> When you first switched to the clean shows, you went to Facebook and asked the listeners what they thought about the change in the show. Unfortunately, not everyone was very enthusiastic about the change. Of course, they were going to listen to the show and give it a chance, but they just weren't feeling it. So looking back on that, Chris, do you have anything you want to say to the listeners that commented on the clean shows and how they basically pressured you into switching back to the normal explicit content? Congratulations, assholes. All of them, assholes. And now that the show is explicit again, and back to the way it was, basically, I'm assuming you're going to start expecting all the feedback that you didn't get during the clean shows. Refreshing my email. Like, yeah. you fuckers better be writing back now. So there you have it, all you Are You Serious cult members. Start writing in again. Send in emails. Send in voice messages. Just don't disappoint Chris and send in an only partially nude picture of yourself like Frank did. Would, would you want it? No, no, not if it doesn't show anything like penis. That's completely understandable. <laughs> but what isn't understandable to me is the parade of atrocities that came out of your mouth last week, Chris. Or rather, should I what? say, what? went into your mouth. Oh. Because Lord knows, once you get something in your mouth, you don't like taking it back out. I never like how his head comes out when I do it, even <laughs> so whatever. What I'm referring to is the following short story, as told by Chris. Oh, no. It will forever be burned into your memory for all time. I warn you, what you're going to hear Chris tell you about his first experience with a man of unusual size and girth <laughs> may shock you and can never be unheard. I didn't tell that story. Um, it felt like I took a handful of that penis, <laughs> wet it, and rubbed it on my lips for about 45 seconds. Oh, shit. Now, imagine shit. how much that would, like, chafe and scrape up your lips. and Like, they'd feel all swollen and tingly after, wouldn't they? But it definitely wasn't firm, like the way skin sits on you. You know, you know what? You, you yeah. said you felt that before. The, the skin was stretched. So it, it, oh, it hurt. It was this like, is making really, me sad. Like, if it stretched anymore, I'd be afraid that it would start to tear. Oh. Um, it was God. weird. It was like a sunburn, but it was tingly and Damn a little it. bit electric feeling. Like, different. I still have tenderness in certain parts yeah. because the tissue is damaged oh. from, from all of that. And I'll, I'll be better, obviously, yeah. but, but fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell is right. Wow. Yeah, that's going to sit well with people, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's all I got this week. I don't think I'm even going to be able to sleep tonight after that. So I better get going. So until next week, peace and love, guys. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I just, I don't get, I don't fucking get it. Are you serious? It's a good idea. Badly executed. Kind of like New Coke or fascism in Germany in the 40s. 
Totally forgot about that story. Wow. That wasn't that wasn't completely out of context, was, huh? He was dancing around like Rumpelstiltskin when he heard that shit. You know that. He's like, oh. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to do something with it. I can't wait to do it with it. I want to I want to I want to point something out though. That's what she said. What kind of mind goes to those dark places? You know what's 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 really fascinating <laughs> though is that he listens to the show, yep. okay, and manages to take little bits and pieces and sort of put them in a different context. And I, what he does is really, really quite amazing. Absolutely. Because not, it's, not, yeah. it, it, it's, it's not that he's just taking, like, bits and pieces from, like, the, just the week prior. Right. You know, and I would just love to, like, see his clip collection like <laughs> yeah. stuff little bits and pieces that he's taken out and how the fuck he organizes that i have no idea but um it would probably be pretty interesting to see yeah i mean clearly the motherfucker's disturbed <laughs> okay and um he should seek professional help maybe maybe two professionals at once just pay double if you have to and just, just remember the skin stretches exactly good tear but are you serious podcast at gmail.com, yo? Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. I'm do, you have, do you have an Instagram thing? You I don't do. do pictures, do you? No, do you do? I don't do a lot of Instagram yeah. stuff. I don't. I try to remember to, but I, I don't. It's yeah, I, social media, a, I'm just bored with right now. Yeah, I'm kind of getting bored. But with for that other thing we're doing, we got to do more of that. Yeah. Um, oh, and if you feel like giving me some money to help me out and be super awesome and nice, All it's right. um, GoFundMe.com slash Are You Serious. Data recovery or something, or is it just Are You Serious? No, it's Are You Serious, oh, okay. yeah, because I, I thought that was the easiest thing for me to remember yeah. to say. That's and I changed true. the name of it from the whatever boring thing I had to, um, I, what did I change it to? My whole life was on that hard drive. Yeah, that's... I'm like, that, that's, that's more fitting. That's that's good. That's and everybody fun. that's donated, I'm going to get around to sending the thank yous out. I wanted to wait until I got the drive back, but now it's yeah. like a month later. But I, I will get that, and I'm offering up for $35 or more uh, illustrations. I'm doing a logo for somebody's uh, business. Um, I have some, some stuff online. Stuff some looks really good. Illustrations. Look. I, one is almost totally finished. Um, the problem I have with um, with the picture of Ripley that I did is that um, from knuckles to elbow, like a little kid's arm has no shape to it. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just there. Blind. It's a cylinder, and there's no like wrist definition or anything That's like that. Why I think they got to start allowing so, us to tattoo children. So shading you know? that is kind of difficult. I mean, really, and all they really know is numbers and letters. So I think it'd yeah. be kind of cool. You just for a couple, you know, your, your your kids, you just put their favorite numbers and letters right across right, their right forearm across the numbers, there. A B C. Oh, I was gonna say right across one, their two, three, their four. like inner forearm. There, <laughs> just a couple of numbers, letters, whatever. That's yeah. Tell them where they need to go during the exactly, summer. Exactly, yeah. Keep yeah. them organized. Yeah. So, exactly. Man. Anyway, all right, kids. I have to get up early. Yeah. <laughs> so do you. <sighs> yeah. I'll talk about it later. But, all right, thanks. Bye. <laughs>
Are you still there? Moving on. Our main story tonight concerns something Americans simply can't get enough of. Prison. We, we love to be entertained by it, from Orange is the New Black to seemingly MSNBC's entire weekend programming uh, to the TNT classic Tim Robbins stands shirtless in the rain, the movie. We love prison so much, a shocking number of Americans are currently inside one, as we learned last week during a House Judiciary Committee hearing. Our nation now has the greatest number of prisoners of any country in the world. Nearly one in every 100 adults in America is in prison or jail. That's true. We have over two million people behind bars right now. We have more prisoners at the moment than China. Than China. We don't have more of anything than China, other than, of course, debt to China. And, and it didn't... It didn't always used to be this way. Our prison population has expanded eightfold since 1970. The only other thing that's grown at that rate since the 70s is varieties of Cheerios. <laughs> Fuck you, fruity Cheerios! <laughs> you trumped up Fruit Loops and you know it! <laughs> and, and look, look. Our prison population has exploded for a number of reasons, from the dismantling of our mental health system to mandatory minimum sentence laws, which uh, help explain why 97% of people plead guilty to federal crimes rather than risk going to trial, to, of course, drugs. Because half the people in federal prison are there on drug charges, and it accounts for a quarter of admissions to state prisons. And, of course, it's tricky to know how to feel about all this, because, on the one hand, the war on drugs has completely solved our nation's drug problem, so that's good. <laughs> but, on the other hand, our drug laws do seem to be a little draconian and a lot racist. Because, while white people and African-Americans use drugs about the same amount. A study has found that African-Americans have been sent to prison for drug offences at up to ten times the rate, for some utterly known reason. It, it reminds me... It reminds me of a joke. You know, black people who commit drug offences, they go to jail like this, uh, whereas white people don't go to jail at all. In fact, so many people... So many people are incarcerated in America right now that it's become one of the things that Sesame Street has to explain to children. My dad is... My dad's in jail. When I was about your age, my dad was incarcerated too. Incarcerated is when someone breaks the law, a grown-up rule, and then they have to go to jail or prison. We will be adorable singing puppets to explain prison to children in the same way they, they explain the number seven or what the moon is. And, and at least Sesame Street is actually talking about prison. The rest of us are much happier completely ignoring it. Perhaps because it's so easy not to care about prisoners. They are, by definition, convicted criminals. In fact, it's so easy not to care that we are really comfortable making jokes about one of the most horrifying things that can potentially happen to them. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And do not, I repeat, do not drop the soap. <laughs> Doubloons! Don't drop them. You know what? If we were in prison, you guys would be like my bitches. 
we're going to federal pound me in the ass prison. Plus, you got any idea what they do to eggs in San Ricardo prison? It ain't over easy. Oh. Oh. Do, do you get it? Do you get it? The egg's gonna get fucked against its will. That, that's why it's funny. No, wake up your children and explain that joke to them. They'll love it. We are somehow collectively able to laugh about references to the fact that 4% of prisoners reported being sexually victimised in the past year. One in 25. Now, that might not sound like a lot, but think of it like this. If every time you bought two dozen donuts, one of them had been raped, you'd be pretty upset. And those are pastries. Prisoners are people. If, if you... If you don't know a prisoner, though, or think that you're ever likely to become one, then their safety and health is not going to be high on your list of priorities. You don't need to know anything about the conditions that they live in. But you know who should know? Maybe the director of federal prisons. And yet, watch him almost comically struggle to recall a basic detail about one of the most mentally excruciating things prisoners can be subjected to, solitary confinement. How big is a cell? How big is the average cell in solitary? Say the, the average size? Cell, yeah, the size of the cell. How big is it? What is, I'm trying to get this, this is the human thing we're talking about. We've got a lot of statistics. How big is the cell? The, the average size of a cell is, I guess I'm trying to find, you're looking for the, the space of what... <laughs> Yes. The dimensions in feet and in inches. The size of the cell that a person is kept in. I want to get some idea of... I, I don't know. Am I asking this wrong? No. No, you're not. You are not asking it wrong. As far as I can remember, you're just asking him what the style of the fucking cell is. It was a long time ago, and, and to, to be fair, he did eventually get an answer. The average size should be uh, equivalent to um, which six by four. What six by four? <laughs> Couple of things there. One, that was clearly a guess. <laughs> and two, six by four is barely an elevator. That, is the length of a six-foot party sub by the length of the amount of that party sub that's left over the following day because nobody wants party subs. No, people put their hands all over them, they're disgusted. No one wants, that's not the point. That's not the point. But thankfully, a few minutes later, the record was corrected. For the actual, it's, it's 10 by 7 for the cell size. Ooh, 10 by 7. Step this way, your highness. Plenty of room for a ping-pong table and an imaginary opponent as your mind slowly becomes untethered. <laughs> what is clear so far is that we are doing a terrible job of taking care of people that it is very easy for all of us not to care about. But here's the thing. Increasingly, we aren't taking care of them at all. Private subcontractors have, have steadily been taking over certain services, like the Aramark Corporation who provide food to prisons uh, and a promise that, with Aramark, you can expect more, more savings. And, and hey, look, when you're being thrifty with food costs, what's the worst that can happen? 
Records show 65 instances where Aramark employees failed to provide food or ran out. The private vendor Aramark changed recipes to include cheaper, sometimes substandard ingredients. Aramark Correctional Services made headlines recently after maggots were found in food served at prisons here in Michigan. That is not good. The only time when you are happy to hear the words maggots were found is when you are a maggot whose family was lost at sea. <laughs> we floated three days on a piece of bread, but we never lost hope. <laughs> and, and it's not just food being privatised, it's prison health care too. Arizona tried that. Guess how it turned out. Medical spending in prisons dropped by $30 million and staffing levels plummeted. 50 people died in Arizona Department of Corrections custody in just the first eight months of this year. Compare that to 37 deaths in the previous two years combined. 50 deaths? At this point, you could hire the people who pretend to be doctors on Grey's Anatomy and you would probably have a lower mortality rate and a lot more intrigue. <laughs> Cutting costs has led to some incredible things happening in Arizona. One prisoner had a C-section in jail and this is how she says they treated her. They decided to use sugar. Kitchen sugar. What do you mean, they use kitchen sugar? Um, the packets, like McDonald's, the sugar, they would open it, pour it inside, and put um, gauze over it, and tape it up, and I'd had to do that for like three weeks. And they poured them in your C-section? Yeah. Did they tell you why they were doing that? One of the doctors learned it from, I don't even know, I don't know, basically it's a home remedy. Sugar was used to treat wounds before the advent of antibiotics back in the early 1900s. Yeah, but then we all decided it was no longer an acceptable medical practice. Like curing a child's cough with heroin. Well, he's not coughing anymore. Yeah, he's not really doing much of anything anymore. And I can't find any of the good silver. But look, look. You will never pay a political price for treating prisoners like this woman badly. You don't even need to pretend to care. Here is how one Arizona lawmaker responded to her story. That doesn't sound like a true allegation. That sounds ridiculous. You know, prisoners have, uh, you know, 24-7 to think up allegations and write letters. I'm not saying that, uh, that some of them can't have a basis in fact, but you've got to take them with a grain of salt, or in the case of the hospital, maybe a grain of sugar. Somewhere in hell, Satan just sharpened his pitchfork and said to his secretary, do me a favor, Janice, and let me know when that guy gets here, okay? <laughs> I just want to be ready. Many states are even contracting out entire prisons. Nearly 9% of prisons are currently run by private firms like Geo Group and Corrections Corporation of America, who had combined revenues of over $3 billion last year. They're publicly traded. And while their marketing materials emphasize how much they do to help their prisoners rebuild their lives, their pitch to investors has been a little bit different. In a recent investor presentation, CCA pitches its unique investment opportunity. Another reason investing in the jailing of people makes good financial sense? High recidivism. 
Oh, that's, that is a great way to reassure your investors. Look, 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 we see your concerns, you know, what if we fully rehabilitate the prisoners and they become fully functional members of society? Well, don't worry, that's not the kind of company we're running here. Don't worry. <laughs> Once we're done with these prisoners, they're like human boomerangs. They're broken right in the middle and they keep coming back. <laughs> the, the key problem with running prisons as businesses is that prisons are then run as businesses. Pay and staffing ratios are so much lower that a Geo Group youth facility in Mississippi sometimes had just two officers overseeing as many as 256 prisoners. That facility eventually closed, but only after a federal judge wrote that physical and sexual abuse was rampant there because its operators had allowed a cesspool of unconstitutional and inhuman, inhuman acts and conditions to germinate. Now, I know that Geo will say that presents an unbalanced picture of their company. So in the interest of balance, I will point out that they got an award from the state of Florida citing their bold and innovative cost-saving business practices. <laughs> Although I think we all know when the state of Florida gives you an award, that award is basically sarcastic. <laughs> okay, fact, that's enough. No more talking.